Welcome back, everybody, to the IB Survival Guide podcast. I am your host, Lydia, and today we do have something a little bit more special for you guys. Here I am joined with some diploma students, if they will introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Jaina. Hello, I'm Eric. Hi, I'm Mohammed. Hi, I'm Anchita. And hi, I'm Shania. And today, since the time that we're recording this, it is Black History Month. So I was thinking that we do something a little bit different and, you know, add a little bit of spice to our podcast today. Um, No puns intended. But we wanted to talk about how our backgrounds and our (laughs) racial ethnicities or nationalities, how that has impacted us in the IB program. So one of the first things I wanted to talk about was when you first got into IB, um, and that doesn't it doesn't really matter if you're talking about pre-IB or um, full IB, it's more of like once you got into the whole swing of things, do you feel like you are at a disadvantage because uh, there isn't that many people of color in the IB program? So... Um, being an African-American, when I first started off, I didn't really see that many black, black African-Americans in the diploma program. And then, like, starting the actual program, it kind of decreased. So that was kind of a disadvantage, not having, like, my race in the program. I feel that when I started there, pre-IV, there was a whole lot of, you know, African-American girls and black girls. And by the end of our pre-IB years, there was one black boy. And he'd, he'd always make the joke saying that. And um, at, like, at one point, I was like, oh, wow. Like, there isn't that many people who look like me um, who are in IB. And then when we get into full diploma or certificate, that number got even smaller. Mm-hmm. So what about you guys? Anshita, Muhammad? Um, well, personally for me, like, I'm a, I'm South Asian, specifically Bengali, and I'm also, like, a Muslim as well, and at the beginning of ninth grade, uh, pre-IB, there was, like, a, like, a small handful of a few, like, Muslims and, or South Asians, like, I didn't talk to, it's not like it was, like, a big kind of group where we all talked to each other, but, like, it was kind of neat, like, how there's, like, our kids who are kind of like me. Um, but, like, Africa years, you know, some of them would go on to collegiate or to certificate. And now, um, right now, I'm the only, like, you know, Muslim who's in um, diploma. And I'm one to um, two South Asian kids. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, one to two South Asian kids in diploma. I wouldn't necessarily say it's, like, a huge disadvantage, really. But it is kind of, like, interesting to see, like, huh, like, I'm the only kind of, like, Muslim. It, I mean, like, I don't know. I feel it's kind of interesting, really. I don't feel like I'm, like, being, like, outnumbered or, like, I'm being excluded or whatever because, like, you know, all, all of my friends around me, you know, even though, like, they're different ethnic and religious groups, they're, like, they still accept me and, like, they're all like, chill with me and stuff like that. So... I always feel kind of like with my own people, really, even though I'm not in terms of like ethnicity or religious wise. Makes sense. What about you, Anshita? 
So I'm going to say that I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I would call it disadvantage, but I feel that there was always this sense of them different, like starting like when I first, even when I first started going to school here in the U.S. And I had an understanding, uh, and I feel like that was true to some extent that I was a little different in terms of like academics and I was I feel like everyone here um, had that understanding of that curriculum knowledge and just how um, like education works here in this country so being in pre-IB I don't think that really affected anything in terms of my race or me coming from a different country and I didn't feel um, like someone treated me unequally in any way. It was just that something that was inside me that was telling me that we're always competing with each other. And I knew in a way that I, I was behind. Like there was not there was a lot I needed I needed to learn. Like just in terms of just talking, language, and confidence. And I feel like that was kind of a barrier. Like coming into pre IB, like in this rigor in this like rigorous program. Um, so it wasn't the outside world which would give me disadvantages. It was just like something that was inside me that was like always holding me back from just being confident. We do have Jana and Eric uh, here mm-hmm. with us. And I know we were talking more about um, ethnicities and races, but you guys feel, I don't know, any kind of feelings of like not out of place or anything, but is there a stigma that you feel like IB has that has to do with races in a bit um I because like some people they might feel like oh you know there's like a whole lot of you know minority groups and they might see me as this way um because I don't look like them or because there's no way that I possibly share some of their struggles I mean with me personally uh, you know, I do my best to make sure everybody feels like included and equal. I'm always trying to, you know, share my thoughts with everyone instead of just with a certain group of people. Um, and I, I, you know, I would like to believe, like, since you know, there's much like the people around me are basically from like full IB. You know, like that's kind of become like our community. And um, just you know, from you know, my personal point of view, um, I haven't seen anyone like openly seeming as though they're intending to like you know, make someone feel inferior. Um, I don't want to say that that's never happened, at least on, like, you know, from a person's personal experiences, because I know that, like, someone who is probably intending to do that would not do that publicly. Um, so I, I haven't seen anything, um, you know, from my own eye. Um, but I definitely know from, like, other people, you know, there have been, you know, people would maybe do, like, a mocking Indian accent at, a, at Muhammad, you know. Um, like, I have seen that you know, a few years back, but from actually within the full IB program, I, I haven't seen anything, and I would certainly hope that nobody is, like, you know, nobody from within the program has been doing that to other people. Same. I hope not. I haven't seen anything. Have you guys? Well, um, I wouldn't say in school. I feel like we're all, we all get together really well, and even if we don't have the same personal, like, viewpoints, we all do our schoolwork and then we go home. We don't if we don't if we don't share the same viewpoints, we don't exactly like become best friends with them. 
But I would say there are people in IB who do have those viewpoints of like, oh, I'm not going to be friends with them because they're from a different country or something like that. I wouldn't say it's as like bold as that. Freshman year, I, you know, the one friend that I talked about a couple of podcasts ago who left me, she um, at first like she went and like she hung around people who were very different from where how we are. And um, by the end of the year, we, uh, my group of friends, including that girl, were all Haitian. And then we have um, our one friend, Alex, um, we call her Haitian by association because, uh, like, she just hangs around us so much that at that point, you know, you might as well be, you know, our cousin or something. Um, And then I just realized that I tend to drift more towards people who look like me to feel comfortable, to feel like I can speak my mind sometimes. And I know like nobody in IB would judge me for that. But at the same time, though, it's like it's not intentional. I don't like look at Muhammad or I don't look at Eric and I'm not like, no, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to be around them because they might look at me a certain way. No, it's just like, it's just the feel of the group. It's just the feel of we have those shared, we have those shared experiences. So we do act alike. We do have some of the same um, comedy and we do find some of the same things funny. And I want to say something else. This is outside of IB. So like, I think it was a couple days um, back, I was um, at um, lunch and I was sitting with a group of um, all white individuals and then across from them, across from us was a black, um, a group of black individuals. It was all boys. And I was just thinking in my mind, like, what are they thinking? Because I was the only black student around them. And it wasn't like trying to, I was tending to think, like, should I just stay with them or should I just walk away? But then again, it's that diversity of not caring what people think. So no matter if it's from this ethnicity or this religion, it's about how you feel as a person instead of other people's opinion. Yeah, and I definitely, I feel like I've been saying I definitely vouch for that. Like, I definitely know what you're talking about um, because in, for the seniors, there's only about two, um, like, full black people in full IB, and that's me and our friend Gaina. And um, sometimes it's weird walking around because it's like, usually I'm, you know, my group of friends were all black and Alex, <laughs> who's um, Latina, and we're always walking around. So whenever I walked around school, I like felt comfortable. I was walking around. People looked like me. And then this year, like all my friends, they're all online. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm very cool with everybody else in IB. But like my small group of friends were not, were not here. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, hang out with other people. And I like hanging out with them. But there are other times where there's people outside of my friend group that are black or are Hispanic and they know me and they see me, you know, hanging more around people who don't look like us. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, dang, are, do they think I'm trying to act a certain way? Do they feel like I'm trying to be superior or anything like that? And then I just have to think that like, it's okay at this point because I know my relationship with my friends and IB who don't look like me. They know our relationship. It doesn't really matter what anybody else outside of the IB has to say about it. Um, and I, I find it very interesting um, to see 
how well we do with each other. Like, you just see all these mixes of friend groups and everybody looks different and everybody is showing each other like different things about themselves or different thing about different things about their cultures that um is like really amazing to me and i feel like the curriculum too is pretty open um so we can see that do any of you guys want to talk about that the the you know diversity and the things that we learn while we're in ivy oh yeah so i would like to with like um history class I mean, I can also attribute this to not just Coors, but our, like, amazing teacher. Shout maybe. out Miss Gilmore. Right. Miss uh, Gilmore, yeah. Our amazing, Set amazing from above. history teacher who, like, shows us, like, so many different, like, things where, like, I didn't know at all happened or anything like that. Just, like, a lot of different, like, events. All of these, like, different points of, like, history. I admire that a lot and extremely great. I mean, like, one thing I do have, like, a small gripe with is not with Miss Gilmore. No, no, definitely not with Miss Gilmore. Just, like, with IB. Like, I see kind of, like, I understand the Cold War is very, like, of course, U.S. and the Soviet Union, you know, and she focused on the big events like the Cuban Missile Crisis, the Sino-Soviet split and all that, but, like, it does annoy me of how, like, it doesn't talk about really, like, South Italy. Like, with Asia, it's only about, like, Vietnam and China, and that's really all. Maybe, maybe Afghanistan, but that's a maybe. It doesn't ever talk about South Asia or the Middle East or, like, Africa. Like, it, like that region, or, like, Oceania, or just, like, yeah, like, it doesn't really talk about that region, which it does kind of annoy me a bit because, like, a lot of things happen during the Cold War, especially around the early 70s. That was very personal to me in South Asia. So does that make you feel, uh, like, misrepresented? Um, um, it does, kind of. Yeah, like, how I feel like, in a way, like, my, like, my people's story isn't represented at all, like, for example, uh, we in the Operation Condor egg puzzle assignment we do, uh, the the person mess or reference Henry Kissinger, a, a U, former U.S. Secretary of State, and how he was a war, a potential like you know war criminal in like Cambodia, Laos, you know like Vietnam stuff like that. But like it doesn't ever talk about his actions in South Asia in Bangladesh of what happened there. I think we can, or I, like, I can see similarities with that. This isn't exactly about race. But with English, most of our poems and some of our books, it alludes to Christianity. And I feel like we don't acknowledge that there aren't people that that aren't Christian. So why would they get these references? And sometimes they're really important to the poem that we're reading. And it's like the central message. And we sort of forget that, like, we're not the only religion and we can't expect everyone to know Christianity or even should have to know what it is for the curriculum. I, I definitely saw that. And, like, even with what Mohammed said, sometimes I think, like, like, what about people in Switzerland? What about people in France? Those IB, um, those IB programs in those countries, they're, what they're learning is that the same thing as we're learning? 
And then I have to realize that, yeah, you know, a lot of times the um, IB program chooses what they think is important and they choose what um, they think the rest of the world um, should learn, especially in history. And as Muhammad said, Henry Kissinger, there was other things that he did. And it wasn't just what he did in certain countries in South, um, South, yeah, Southeast Asia. Like it affected, I'm guessing, Bangladesh. Yeah. And so I feel like because of the constraints that IB puts on the history that we have to learn, and there's just so much history that they only focus it on the Americas and they only focus it on whatever your country did or whatever your country's involvement was um, to those specific countries. Even though like we didn't um, do this specifically in IB history, I remember AP World History, even though it was only one day and one day only, um, they talked about the Haitian Revolution. And I just remember like feeling like finally the people can actually see like why I'm proud to be Haitian, why I'm okay with whatever stereotype they can think of about Haitians that comes out within the year or something. And then, or Black History Month, how we're able to, you know, highlight some of those places, highlight some of the countries in Africa. That was another thing that I was like, they really do care about us over here at Lake Wells, um, especially when you're in IB. Um, Miss Garnes, oh, well, she taught human geography, um, which is now international relations. That, I have no idea what they're doing over there. But we did the map of Africa, and I felt like nobody really knew that there were 54 countries in Africa, and Africa is a separate continent, not a country all in its own. So it's like, thank you. Like, you're, you know, you're breaking these misconceptions about places, like, even in South Asia. Like, I didn't know where Afghanistan was at all. I couldn't tell you if you showed me a map. Or, and I thought it was, you know, right there next to India, but it's not like people in, yeah, yeah, people in Afghanistan, that doesn't necessarily count as Asia. That's the Middle East. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, it's just stuff like that, that I'm just really grateful that IB allows us to learn that kind of stuff, even though they don't allow us, or should I say, even though we don't have that much time to learn about everything that was going on in the world, like in the 19th century, the 20th century, at least we're learning like the general stuff and learning where things are. Um, was there any like aha, other aha moments for you guys considering like races and ethnicities in IB that you, you'd like to share? Mine was the Africa thing. I didn't know. 54 countries is a lot. We were talking about that in um, geography in my third period. And I was like, I didn't know that. I thought Africa was one country. I didn't know that it was all those countries inside Africa or within Africa. See, <laughs> another aha moment, and I like that. Um, uh, and what Jana said with uh, our poems, uh, I know how like my religion is, and I understand that, and I don't feel like it should be everybody's responsibility to get some of those references because it's not what they believe in, you know? Um, and there'll be sometimes, like, we'll have poems and stuff, and someone that I know for sure isn't Christian or something, or they believe in something else, they bring up something like a Christian illusion, and I'm like, 
where did you get that from? Like, are you are you for real? Like, okay, like I see you, but then I just think about like, why don't we, you know, incorporate some other things so some other religions can so we can like learn a little bit more about other religions. So I feel like that would be nice. Honestly, with IB, thinking back like on middle school and elementary school, like what we learned, IB I does a good job of like sharing different cultures compared to like regular high school I think we don't get to some stuff because of the time restraints like you mentioned but like in middle school we didn't like with the thing with Africa we did not talk about Africa at all but we did talk about Europe we talked about America and we like we're ignoring parts and then I feel like IB is highlighting oh like Africa, that's a that's a place. Things happen there, stuff like that. Yeah, and I want to add on that a little bit. It's like, is I um I came from a black family. It's not really a most favorite school. They think of it as like the sad school or whatever, whatever compared to Bach. So whenever I came here in the especially in the pre IB program, like I really, it really opened up my mind and made me more aware, in terms of academically of like what like I didn't even know math. I started off with algebra one, so and now I'm in um A and I. SL with Miss Anderson is like how I grew and they made me like you said highlight the different aspects of um like in terms of knowledge so yeah it does broaden that aspect of learning when you bring up math it reminded me of this one time where uh one of our it had one of our like pods so like problem of the day um it had to do with uh money and it said something about pounds. And I didn't know what the symbol for pounds were. Because, you know, we know the symbol for dollar. It's the S with the slashes on it. Do you guys do two slashes or one slash? One. I do. You do one? I do one. two. I do. Anyways, I didn't know the symbol of what the pound was. And I was looking at it. I was like, Miss Anderson, um, there's something wrong with your formatting. Because why? Like, I know it's supposed to say dollar. So why is it not? <laughs> why is it not that? And she's like, no, that's the symbol for the pound. And I was like... Why would IB give us to it? And then she like made me realize IB's international. Everything yeah. that we do, somebody in Switzerland, somebody in Spain, they're learning that same concept. So of course they're going to incorporate that. And then that's how I feel like IB kind of compensates for the lack of like exposure that we get with everything that's going on that they do incorporate that kind of stuff. So even if it's something as little as the change in symbol for the pound, um, it, it's like them acknowledging, yes, there are other places outside the U.S. Yes, there are other um, things besides France and Switzerland that we can learn about. So I feel like IB does a really good job of that. But um, really into Lake Wells High School specifically, um, do you guys feel like the school as a whole does really good um, with like being diverse and open for conversation after the runoff so do you guys remember i think it was a couple years back i think it was my freshman year when the lori came in and he said like when he first started off oh, high school yeah. it was all white people so i feel like now you see black individuals hispanic um you said you're asian. Um, asian. south asian yeah, yeah south asians you see like the diversity so i think that's that they have seen that aspect because my sister she had told me i think it was like a week ago we were talking and she said that um it used to be an all-white school, and I didn't know that. 
and now you can see that diversity. Like whenever we're in the gym, like I see all the different types of colors. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember that one time in morning meeting, where um, I think it was after Black History Month, where that one kid put a certain thing on the mm-hmm. um, auditorium chair. And they asked one of our deans um, if she could talk. And she talked about how, like, one of her best friends was black. And it was one of the coaches. And they, like, went up and hugged each other. And I was just about to cry right then and there. Because I'm like, you see, that, that is beautiful. You know, like, she was like, I, you know, I understand her struggles. Like, I, I completely understand her culture. And I love her culture. And I love her. So uh, it's just that that whole thing just made me really happy. And I feel like we do allow students of different um, ethnicities and of different cultures to, you know, talk and have those kinds of conversations or have celebrations. Unfortunately, this year we didn't have the Hispanic, um, Hispanic culture month thing that we always do every year. Um, and for those of you that are listening that don't know, Every year here at Lake Wells High School, uh, from uh, it's September fifteenth to October fifteenth, right? I think I think it's like yeah, it's it's like September October, um, for a month, and they would have different performances happening at the school. They had like a tango workshop. I wanted to go to the tango workshop, but I couldn't go unfortunately because I couldn't drive. (laughs) <laughs> but it's, like, little stuff like that. Like, it allows everybody who doesn't know anything about those cultures, who doesn't know anything, um, like, all those little cool things that makes those cultures different. Nobody really knows that. And it allows them to learn about it and start to appreciate it. Yeah, I want to add in, like, how they're um, doing Black History Month, Hispanic Heritage Month. That's how they're really allowing the students to know about the different ethnicities. Exactly. So the school does a good job. I think it, it does show that the staff, like, actually cares. I know she's not here anymore, but Miss Altamirano, she used to put, like, her heart and soul into that month. And, like, even if some kids in Lake Wells High School aren't as open-minded, it really does show that the majority of the staff are. Mm-hmm. For sure. And even if there are some staff that feel a certain type of way, it's like they're they're still respectful and they mm-hmm. still, um, you know, allow their kids if there's like a celebration and they have to get out of class for it, like they allow them to. So I feel like that that really shows maturity on their part because they could just easily say, no, my work is more important and you need to stay, even though they know they could have let them uh, go. I think like in the school... We've been really fortunate to have some a principal like Miss Dunson, and I feel like she really makes sure like the type of guest speakers we have here, and like w- whether it's um on the your future career, whether it's business or whether it's um just someone inspirational just coming here and talking to us. I feel like um there's a lot of diversity in that, and like all those like Black History Month and Spanish Heritage Month, I feel like when my freshman year in 10th grade, I really got to learn a lot. So I remember it was like one of the years when it was something with music and we were recognizing all the famous uh, black singers. And I could just see the entire gym was just like dancing (laughs) and singing all the songs. And I didn't really know 
I mean, most of them. And I was very um, interested and surprised that I just got to learn something new. Like, I didn't know there were so many famous people that I didn't know. And I've always had this moment that I would, there were, like, there would be a lot of things I don't know. So if there's someone, someone famous and people would say, oh, you don't know that person. And I feel like we tend to forget, like, I feel like people tend to forget that I'm from a completely different world. So when I come in here, I, like, through all those experiences in the school and the diversity that I've seen, I've gotten to learn a lot more about all the different races and their culture and, like, how we did the fashion show. And I got to see all the different costumes that everyone was wearing. And I feel like that was really um, a learning experience. For sure, for sure. And that's why we do it. Uh, we're still in the works of figuring out what we're going to do this year since not everybody's on campus and things are looking a little bit different. Um, so hopefully we can pull everything off um, for Black History Month this year. Do you guys think there's anything that the school could do better or that IB could do better to accommodate um, for some feelings of misrepresentation or anything like that? I think, like, just, like, a small curriculum of, like, South Asia during the Cold War, kind of like how we do Latin America or Vietnam or wherever during Cold War. I think, like, South Asia or the Middle East and Cold War would be, like, a really nice touch to kind of, like, since, you know, it's an international thing, you know, international baccalaureate. They don't call it international for nothing. Anybody else, is there anything that you feel like IB could do better to, you know, make some of us feel represented represented um i mean i I could see there being um if there could be more diversity in the film shown with the ib film unit i mean it definitely you know does well in showing um films like movie get out which has you know a lot of like power to it and um you know also like european movies like showing the you know movies about the spanish revolution even though they're like historical fiction um and also asian films but you know, if there were, um, I don't think we ever covered on, like, Middle Eastern films. Or, or like, an Indian film. Or Indian films, but, I mean, they could oh, be. Oh, yeah, because Bollywood's, you know. Bollywood's right massive, now. yeah. Shah Rukh Khan is, like, <laughs> the, <laughs> you know, Shah Rukh, yeah, Shah Rukh Khan is an amazing actor. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Actually, for my comparative study, oh, I yeah. had a film from the Middle East. I can't remember what, um. Right. Oh, yeah, you I can't did. remember what the name of it Something was. H? Something like that. But yeah. it was, it shown the, it showed the, the culture really, really well. I really liked it. I completely forgot about our electives. I was in <laughs> Ivy Dance. And even though we don't have that right now, currently, hopefully it does pick back up next year. Um, I was really looking forward to doing it for HL this year, but. That's some. That's a story for another podcast when we do talk about electives. Um, so, what the thing with dance was? Our teacher, Miss Freeman, again, oops, a lot of the teachers that we get are just blessings for real, for real, because they set you up very nicely. So, Miss Freeman, for our IAs, the requirement for the dance IA, the internal assessment was that we had to create a duet, we had to create a solo, and we had to write two papers. And, yeah. And so for our duets, we chose whatever we wanted to do. The solo, um, it was something that we had to learn from somebody else. So a professional, like we can go to a professional dance studio, or Miss Freeman could do it. And neither one of us (laughs) could, like, do anything but Miss Freeman 
she asked us what was a kind of dance type that we know and we are very comfortable with. And um, since there's about, there's like a small number of like black um, people, well, pretty much it's all black girls um, for the black population for the senior IB. I don't really know how it is on the junior side. Um, you could probably talk about that. But she she was like, what if we did like maybe an African dance or something from the Caribbean? Gaina and I, we wanted to do um, the genre of dance called um, compa. But the thing is, for IB, it might be too... Provocative? Yes, a bit provocative. So we had to, you know, backtrack. And a lot of the things that compa is, uh, it, you do do it with another partner. So it really wouldn't make sense. And uh, the other girl, Michaela, her family's from Jamaica. And so they had their own kinds of dance, and that also didn't count. So we had to understand that, even though we wanted to put some of our own um, cultural experiences into the IB atmosphere and into our IB papers, we weren't able to. But Miss Freeman, she was able to, like, I definitely love her for this. She was able to create um, our solo, and she made it using African dance styles. And so it was things that we already knew, things that we were very comfortable with. And by the end of it, we all, you know, passed IB dance with flying colors. And we were not only happy with what we got, but we were happy that we were able to do something that was that close to our culture. Um, and so I feel like that was very crucial for me. And also in IB dance, we did different, um, different styles of dance that originated in different places. So like ballet, France. And we had to learn all the words. And I didn't know that every like dance move in ballet is in French. And I had no idea. And it really, even though the language that Guyane and I speak, Creole, um, it does, it's pretty much broken down French. Um, even though like, I don't know French like that, like you knew what it was. Like everything that they told you to do um, using the ballet terms, it was like one of them is go around your leg, and that's exactly what it is in French, around your leg. And so I feel like I'd be really, you know, they they knew what they were doing in the dance category. They let you have room for creativity and expression in that. Um, do and I know Jenny, you said you had the Middle Eastern film. What about philosophy or geography? Did you guys? Um, I think all four of us. Yeah, we uh, all did. Yeah, we. Oh, look at y'all, film <laughs> yeah. heads. I feel like even though we know there are limitations and, and there always will be because we just don't have enough time to cover every culture, every story, every part of history, I feel like IB does a really good job. Like, even with English, history, and all our electives, we. I feel like IB tries, or our teachers try their best to uh, provide. Um, diversity in like whatever they're teaching so if it's a topic we're learning our teachers try their best to either find a film on that either find arguments on a certain topic or like with film class we've watched so many different films from so many different cultures and in, in English we've read so many different books on like um, the Holocaust the Vietnam War and I feel like that 
also that like helped me learn about different cultures. Like it might not be my culture, but it helped me learn about the other races. And I feel that that was really important because it's just like it's part of our learning experience. And when we go off to college, like that sort of understanding of the world and just having an open mind, I feel like that's what that helped us like gain through this journey. Do you guys feel like because IB's given us all these opportunities to learn about cultures different from our own and religions and ethnicities, um, learning about those kinds of um, differences in humans, do you think that makes us better as people or do you feel like um, it's taught you anything, um, like any other practical skills because of it? Um, I, I wanted to say like, from learning about the Vietnam War and realizing the detrimental like effects of it on people in Vietnam, that was definitely something where I'm like, wow, like any of my friends that are from Vietnam, their family, their parents, or that maybe even their grandparents, they had to go through things like this if they were in Vietnam. And so I feel like it makes me be more empathetic to them and their story. I think specifically learning about the civil rights movement, like in detail, there's so many patterns in today, like with the Black Lives Matter movement, that we see the same reactions from the people who were against civil rights in the 20th century, that we see the same response in people today. And I think it's just really interesting how what we learn in history, we can see the same patterns in um in the United States right now. For sure. And I, I do, and again, giving props to IB and giving props to our teachers, there's just so much that I think I wouldn't have known that mm-hmm. has opened my eyes to the world around me. And it's helping me uh, grow as a person and understand that, you know, my struggles are being voiced and the struggles of my ancestors and the same as other people who are minorities. Like, their struggles, even though it might not be talked about to the same degree but at least it's being acknowledged and I feel like IB trains us to be more diplomatic to be able to have some of these conversations and have the harder conversations with people who don't agree with you because we can all say that there are definitely people in IB who don't agree with some of the Mm -hmm. things that we have to say and there are some things that I believe in that Inchita might not believe in and there are some things that Inchita might believe in that Muhammad not believe in and I feel like IB helps us condition ourselves for the outside world and how we can talk to other people. So if we do choose to go to Spain, we understand that Spain, you know, might have some difficulties over there, but we know how to maneuver throughout it and we know how to interact with other people. And that will definitely conclude our podcast for today. I thank all of you guys for coming. Feel free to come back each podcast and everyone listening, feel free you know, to tell us how you're feeling, you know, send anything um, that you liked about the podcast, anything that you guys would like to see on some of the podcasts. And we will see you guys next week.